Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Drew here. I want to welcome you all to another episode of Phoenix Down. This is episode 9.0. Tonight, I have with me Matt. Hello there. And another special guest. He's been on before, played Amnesia with us, Mr. Dave. Glad to be back. Glad to have you back, actually. Quit a different game this time. Yeah. I I, I guess I wasn't so bad the last time. Either that or you just really ran out of people. (laughs) Nah, you're really good, but we did run out of people. (laughs) But, but, um, yeah, so this, uh, I guess, game that we're going to be doing next, uh, I don't really know. We're probably going to be doing three episodes of it, uh, is... uh, a game that is near and dear to my heart. A game that I have been pushing for since old school Zombie Frog Game Club. And that is Bully. Made by Rockstar Games. Uh, also known as... What is it known as in Europe? Crap. I should have brought this up. It is known as... That is Wikipedia for bullying. I don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> awesome radio video game. Here we go. Also known as Canis Canum Edit. Uh, Latin for dog eat dog um, for the uh, for everybody else. Mainly because bully has a negative connotation well, everywhere. I think it does here too. <laughs> yeah, everywhere, but yeah. they allowed it here. So, um... I want to get everybody... But, but really, who wants to live in a world where dog... Dogs eat other dogs. That's true. I don't. That's, that's horrible. It is horrible. I mean, I'd rather have a bully than a dog eating dog. Exactly. Because you can beat a bully. So, I want to hear everybody's history with the game. Now, I'll just go ahead and say I have played through Bully before. Um, in fact, I will go as far as to say this is my favorite rock star developed game um i'll get into a little bit more detail as to why this is my favorite rockstar game and one of my favorite games i've ever played but uh matt let's start with you have you had any experience with bully before now um so i've basically always kept bully at bay it was one that i was going to play with my old roommate we were just going to kind of play through it together and we never did and I kind of played the first hour or so of his copy and then watched him play for a while. But uh, I, I've always kind of wanted to go back to it and really give it what it deserves, yeah. a full playthrough. Uh, but I really haven't touched it since it came out. Gotcha. How about you, Dave? I have never played it. It's always kind of been on that uh, backlog list. Um, but I knew... Nothing about it other than the fact that it was a Rockstar developed game going into it. Gotcha. I um I'll just go ahead and mention the reason why I love this game so much is is there's there's multiple reasons to it. One, I think it's it's very much a Grand Theft Auto light. Um both in in complexity of the gameplay as well as lighthearted. I mean it's still a little, you know, it's still a little mature, but not really. Yeah, I mean, I think the violence is is tempered a bit. It's funnier, and there's not like bashing of hookers. 
Yeah, you're basically it's basically you pulling pranks on people and and, and beating people up. I mean, yeah, you you do beat them up and stuff like that. But I've always liked that about it. It was always a game that it felt like more like how it should have been, how GTA should have been. See, like GTA to me always tries to ride that fine line of oh, it's like a parody game and it's kind of funny, but then they also yeah. try to have a seriousness to it. Well, this game just just says this is completely ridiculous. So it's it, it feels very different from a Grand Theft Auto game. Uh, another reason why it's one of my favorites is the soundtrack. Yeah, I, that's pretty awesome. This is the this was the first game I ever actually purchased the soundtrack for a game. You know, this was th- because I was like this this. For some reason, I don't know what it was, I think that the soundtrack is just amazing. And last but not least, to me, this has the best villain out of any video game I've ever played. I've heard you say that probably a dozen times now. <laughs> it, it, because it's true. Because to me, this is the best villain. Gary Smith, the most common American name you'd ever hear in your life. This character is possibly one of the best villains I've ever seen in a video game. He is he the is... Mo- a conniving, evil motherfucker. Yeah, he's <laughs> pretty much a giant douche. Yeah. And crazy. Yeah. Yeah, he 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 kind of crosses over into almost like that Bond villain sort of, yeah. you know, ridiculous over the top, you know, I'm like I'm I'm kind of waiting for that, you know, we're not so different, you and I, speech <laughs> to come in some way. Because it's like they're they're sort of hitting all of those standard tropes of, you know, just the maniacal supervillain. Yeah. yeah, with a little bit too much exposition. <laughs> yeah, he does such, you know, a, a little bit too good of a job explaining. Yeah, he's like, you want to take going over the school? I want to take over the school. Let's fight. And we're not friends. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he, he's... He's one of those guys that I hate to use the 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 comparison, but everybody's seen the movie Unbreakable, and the comparison between the the villain and the arch nemesis, how the villain will basically fight you physically while the arch nemesis basically turns other people against you. That's exactly what Gary is. This guy. Won't raise a fist to anybody, but he will have other people fight for him. Yeah, and he and, and that the the craziest thing is is that he like later on in the game he has betrayed Jimmy multiple times, yet Jimmy still hangs out with the fucker. That's 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 an evil genius at work. Well, even to, I mean, even at the beginning of the game, you know, like within the first hour, I'm sitting here thinking, why am I hanging out with this guy? Yeah. Yeah. You know, b- before he does his, you know, it's like sort of his big act one turn. Um, he's a dick to you, even when you're supposedly still friends. Yeah, <laughs> he, he's a dick to everybody. And that's what I love about him. To be fair, I've got a lot of friends that are real assholes. And if you walked into that, you might not have any idea why we hang out. But <laughs> that's that's fair. I, yeah, Gary is definitely the friend in retrospect. You know, that you yeah. had in school, but a couple years later, you're like, why the hell did I hang out with that guy? Yeah. There's always something like that. But 
Yeah, that's the, I completely adore this game. I, I love it. I've always have. Um, I played on the PS2, played on the Xbox 360 with the Scholarship Edition, and now I'm playing on the PC. And I believe Dave and Matt, you both are playing on the 360, is correct? Yep. Yeah. What is the difference with the Scholarship Edition? Scholarship Edition has um, a few new items. Obviously, it's in high definition. Um there's a few new uh, pieces of clothing. There's two new um, uh, classes that you can take. Um, and there is this whole new mission that we haven't got to yet. It happens during Christmas time with a drunk Santa Claus. Fantastic. So, Is there only one new normal mission? They're not like sprinkled throughout? They may be sprinkled throughout. It's been such a long time since yeah. I've, I've actually looked at this. Um, which I bet you I can probably look at it on the um, Scholarship Edition, was released for the Wii Xbox 360 on March 2008. The game features exclusive content, which is unavailable on the PlayStation 2 version, including eight new missions, four new characters, four new school classes, excuse me, four new, biology, music, math, and geography, and new unlockable items and clothing. Some small script changes have been made. The random NPCs also have more lines. In addition, single-system two-player competitive multiplayer mini-games have also been added, <laughs> along with oh, achievements yeah. and Wii Motion uh, functionality. So yeah, I was curious if the multiplayer was in the original game. No, it was no. not. I find that to be pretty funny, because the multiplayer is just the classes head-to-head, right? You pretty much. Is, I thought it was just dodgeball. No, you can do a bunch of different things. Okay, so I haven't even tried it, but um, yeah, it's there, there's a, there's a few new things in there. Um, biology, music, math, and geography, which that's pretty much all the yeah, that the seems classes, like a good chunk of classes. That's pretty much all the classes I've done, except for like gym class and uh, shop, or not really shop, but you and know. well, yeah, chemistry. Um, and I got a bone to pick with geography as long as we're on the subject. I have a bone You need to, to be a sharpshooter to put yeah. those flags in the right place. Well, I don't know the flags anyway. Well, I mean, I cheated and looked them up. But, that, <laughs> you know, as, I, as I'm putting Spain on Spain, he's like, oh, I'm sorry, that's not right. I'm like, fuck you, it isn't. I know where Spain is. <laughs> yeah, well, Google yeah. knows where Spain is, and I'm pretty sure they're right. Oh, God, you have to be so specific with where you place it. That and the, uh, I don't know if you guys got to biology and the frog cutting. That oh, yeah. is hard as crap. I have no problems with biology. You're, you do, you're using a mouse, aren't you? No, I'm, I'm using the Xbox 360 controller. Oh, okay, then you're better at yeah, better than following me. the lines. <laughs> but, yeah, so let's... Um, I'm trying to change up the format a little bit, Dave. Um, I know we just basically did, like, the last time you were on, we did just basically a walkthrough of how we did these things. Um, you know, I, 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 I'd like to talk about some high points and low points and stuff like that as well. But <laughs> to begin with, we'll just go ahead and say Jimmy, you play as a guy named Jimmy Hopkins. He's 15 years old. Um, he's pretty much been a troublemaker. Or not really a troublemaker, but just yeah, I think hung out with the wrong guys. And kind of was a douchebag to some people. He, I, I don't know. He he kind of comes across as you know he's got that chip on his shoulder, but yeah. you know the the way he comes through in the game is he's not necessarily out looking for trouble, 
but he certainly doesn't back down from it yeah. when it finds him. He's a bit of a roughneck, we'll put it that way. Yeah, that yeah. works. Yeah, he um he's being dropped off by his mother and his new stepfather, who are going on their honeymoon, which apparently lasts a year. And they'll be going. <laughs> Must be nice. Yeah, they'll be going on the like, I guess to the I think they mentioned the Bahamas or something like that. Um, and they drop Jimmy off at this boarding school called Bullworth Academy. Uh, I mean, no explanation. They just drop him off and say, see ya. And immediately as, as Jimmy's walking into the, the school, people want to bully him or make picking on him and making fun of him and stuff like that. Um, you come across the principal. The principal is just like stern, you know, the rules are rules and. I I'm gonna keep my eye on you. He he's the principal from Back to the Future. He hates slackers. Yep. Oh, uh, uh, Mr. Strickland. Yeah, Mr. Strickland. I, I, I got go I got some of that, and I got a little bit of uh, Dean Wormer from Animal House vibe. Yeah. Uh, with the lectures and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um. So you uh, you you run into him, or you have to go report to him. He tells you. You know, you're like, what's up with all the people here? They're like trying to bully me and beat me up already. And, and he's like, oh, it's a school spirit. And so that's that's basically the introduction. Um, you go to your dorm, uh, and this is where you meet Gary along with... God, what's the, the little... Pete. 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 There you go. Uh, and Pete and Gary are sitting there, and they meet up with him. And, you know, there's cutscenes and stuff like that. A la Grand Theft Auto. This this totally plays like a Grand Theft Auto game. Oh yeah. I mean, it's you know you walk into an area, you start a mission, you fade to cutscene, then you leave the cutscene, then you do the mission. I so, think it works well overall. The, it, the, it, the basic setup, and especially for '06 or whatever. Yeah, when it originally came out is 2006. Yeah. I mean that. I, I I wish now that I had played this game when it first came out because it's a pr- pretty well made game, well constructed game. I feel. Yeah. I and um, it's I really. I'm, I'm I keep thinking back to when this came out and then when Grand Theft Auto Four came out because I'll be the first one to admit I hate Grand Theft Auto Four for the way it plays, and I'm like, why couldn't they implement the way Bully plays into Grand Theft Auto 4. So what did you hate about, like, what were the differences that you hated? I really hated the aiming in Grand Theft Auto 4. I was going to say I hated all the driving. You have to do I hated the driving as well. The, the difference is here, you don't drive vehicles. I mean, you get on a bike and a skateboard, and that's pretty much it. But... I don't know. It, it was just certain comparisons that, like, you know, why couldn't the aiming just be like with the aiming and bully, which, you know, is not good, but then again, it's not really bad either. You know, I think it's comparable. Why not just have this automatic lock on the, instead of. I hated the way it aimed the gun in, in Grand Theft Auto. But, um, anyway, we're not talking about Grand Theft Auto. We're talking about bully. <laughs> bully. <laughs> So basically, Bully has Jimmy, at the beginning of the game, just kind of 
trying to survive, trying to get, I guess, the lay of the land through the eyes of Gary. Because basically, you're following Gary around doing all these different things throughout the first, I guess, semester. I don't know how exactly these work. Time seems to, like, almost not exist except when you're out of class. So it's 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 strange how, like, you know, like, at the very end of Chapter 2, like, the last mission, you start seeing a snowfall. And I'm like, well, when did all of a sudden it get wintertime? Yeah, that, that was it. That was the one transition. Yeah. Yeah, because you were just biking on the beach. <laughs> Two hanging missions beach before house. that. Yeah. Yeah, one hanging out at your beach house. That Yeah. <laughs> so while walking around with Gary, you learn all the clicks. And uh, these are going to be the groups that you're going to be interacting with for the, the rest of the school year. You have the nerds who all wear green for some reason. You have, yeah, this is a very color-coded school. Yeah. You have the the preppies, who all wear blue. The aquaberry. Aquaberry, yeah, aquaberry. Um, you have the greasers, which I need to mention this. When I first played this game, I thought this game took place in, like, the 1960s for some reason. Because, <laughs> well... First off, the soundtrack sounds like something maybe from the, the 50s or 60s. No, nothing looks kind of modern. Yeah, even even that car they arrive in in the beginning looks pretty old. Yeah, all the, all the correctly. Yeah, all the cars look like you know, like they're from the 60s. You go into town and it looks like you stepped into like fucking Mayberry. Yeah, it's like a s- small town looking place. But then there's a cutscene I remember in one of the missions where a teacher mentioned the internet, and uh, there was something else. I can't really remember what it was now, but there was something else that just remind that just reminded me that this takes place nowadays. But you know, but then you got greasers. Come on, who? In 2006, yeah. was there a lot of greasers running around? <laughs> I don't yeah, know about and, these like preparatory schools though. I went to a public school. Yeah. Maybe, maybe this is how, you know, maybe time stands still inside these walls. Maybe I don't really know how it works. And that's you know that's interesting that you point out the the time gap because the the game really doesn't specify in one way or another. I mean, there's no telltale technology like you know cell phones or anything like that. Um, about as far as you get is arcade games. Yeah, in, in terms of dating it in one direction or another. And all the arcade games were apparently made in 1995. I played... I, yeah, I noticed that was the copyright on the, the weird space flying game that I was playing today. Yeah. So, I, I who knows when this game takes place. <laughs> um, I've even heard rumors that this actually takes place in the Grand Theft Auto universe. So they're like up in New England somewhere, probably like in Maine or something like that. And like they're like, you know, close to, you know, Liberty City and shit like that. I don't know how it works. Interesting. So if that's cool, you know, Grand Theft Auto 5, they want to have an old version of Jimmy Hopkins running around with you. That's cool. <laughs> I'd, I'd have kind of a little geek fit right there. But, um,. So, yeah, the time period stuff is weird. So we got the clicks. 
you got the preppies, the nerds, the greasers, um, and the jocks, uh, which for some odd reason I've always labeled preppies and jocks together, but I guess not. Yeah, I guess you need a few more factions. Yeah. It, yeah, and they, and they kind of do have some overlaps in this game, especially like with all of the boxing stuff. Yeah. Well, boxing is a gentleman's sport. Football is a, you know, steroid-induced idiot sport. <laughs> so, um, at, the, at this point, you're basically getting picked on by everybody. Um, even some of the nerds pick on you. Uh, but uh, the, the first semester, the first chapter, I should say, um, basically goes off with, with Jimmy kind of helping out the nerds a little bit because you help out the the one guy with the glasses and his, his pants hiked up to his nipples. Algernon? Yeah, there you go. Which I thought was funny because uh, I recently read the book Flowers for Algernon and I couldn't help but picture him as from that book even <laughs> though even though in that book Algernon's the mouse. Gotcha. Uh, interesting. <laughs> so you help out some of the nerds um and uh you 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 run into some of the bullies. I noticed that there's another kind of clique that hang around with each other that just wear all white and they're the bullies basically. I feel like everybody in this entire game is a bully. Yeah, even the little kids. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that really jumps out is right from the beginning, just as you're walking around, is everybody you look at wants a piece of you. Yeah. I don't know what it is. And I've kind of had a, a similar uh, kind of conflict, moral conflict, not quite to the degree of the Grand Theft Auto games, but, you know, it's, it's weird to ever sympathize with the main character when he's like a mass murderer. Yeah. Uh, and in here, I was like, you know what? When when I was asked to do all these little, the blue missions, which I assume are the irrelevant missions, basically. Yeah, side quests. Yeah. Uh, but there's a lot of them where it's like, how many people can you stuff in a locker? How many other types of people can you stick in garbage cans? I'm like, I'm not gonna do those ones because everybody else here is a bully, and I'm not gonna be. Yeah. Well, that, I mean, that's later on in the game. You'll notice that Jimmy basically wants everybody just to kind of get along. He just wants peace, to be honest with you. Yeah, I do like a lot of times in the game so far even where he's just like, what is wrong with the people here? Yeah. Like, why is everybody crazy? Yeah. Yeah, he's he's very self-aware about it. And it's, it's interesting because for a character who is constantly fighting and it yeah. seems like you are constantly <laughs> punching somebody in the head... He is, I, I, I don't want to say virtuous, but he is not a bad guy. You know, yeah. he. Well, I think it, in the end, actions speak louder than words, and I don't care what he says. He's still a douche. Fair <laughs> enough. There, there is always, whereas everybody else in the school seems to be all about random violence, Jimmy at least has <laughs> a reason, you know, whether he's it's going like to. Yeah. You, you know, he's helping somebody get back their science notes or. Their uh, what's what's their funky version of Dungeons and Dragons? G and G, yeah, yeah. Uh, goblins and Grimwalds or something like that. Uh, yeah, something like that. I, I don't remember, but you know he's goblins he, and Grottos. Yes, yes, he does spend an awful lot of time 
helping people. He does that by beating up other people, but yeah. you know, he he's really at least to this point in the game kind of straddling a line. Jimmy yeah, never helps him sleep at night. Yeah. Jimmy <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy basically is the epitome of why don't you pick on somebody your own size? That that's what it feels like to me. Is yeah, that could, you know, that. you know, like, poor Petey, always getting picked on by Gary and shit like that. And and you know, there's some cutscenes where Jimmy's like, won't you just fucking leave him alone? You know? Yeah. So it's <sighs> Jimmy is is pretty much an anti-hero. To me, so. But um, there's a few things that you can do, but a lot of the uh, like the items and things like that that you get in the game are basically like prank items. You get stink bombs that you can throw on people, and uh, bags of marbles, which are my favorite. Um, you can just throw on the ground and make guys trip up and stuff like that, and a carton of eggs where you can hit people in the face with eggs and stuff, and uh. And everything kind of revolves around pranks and bullying for the most part. I mean, you beat up a guy enough, you can actually, there's an option to bully him and humiliate him. That's kind of like a finisher move. So it's, you know, I I don't do it though. (laughs) Unless it's the preppies. Like when I was fighting those preppies in the second chapter, I was like, I'm bullying these idiots because these guys are morons. So I guess so. Let's talk about the story just a little bit. So in the first chapter, you're learning all the clicks, and you're helping out a few of them and things like that. And then finally, Gary, you have the Gary's got this big plan to take over the school, and he's like, he said, I know the exact way to do it, you know. And he's like, Come follow me, and you follow him this all the way down to the fucking like basement of the school, and you go into like the sewer system, and it's basically a, a very well laid out trap for Jimmy. <laughs> he tricks him into going into the sewer area and then calls upon this gigantic hulk of a kid named Russell, who is not very smart. <laughs> and he, he's like, "Hey, Russell, you hear what Jimmy said about your mom?" And, she, and he's making obviously making up all these lies and stuff like that. And now you have to fight this big ass Russell guy, and this is basically the first big boss fight. So, at this and again, you're right because it's the first big twist where Gary betrays you, and then you have a big fight, but it's not against Gary. Yeah, that's you, you. Never really. Well, we'll get into that later um, <laughs> in the game, but uh, yeah. So this is the first time you realize Gary has betrayed you for good, and is like, well, he's officially my enemy now. Um, but Gary is insane. I mean, he mentions uh, he does a whole big you know dialogue about I'm taking over this school and there's nobody's going to stop me and you know nobody's going to listen to a pissant like you and shit like that and it's 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 very strange how it works out that way. And even Pete, like who is possibly the most normal out of anybody there. Yeah, for sure. He he, he even says you know. Fucking Gary is a sociopath, and Jimmy, you're a fucking psychopath. You guys are nuts. I also like how he he mentioned how he was kind of like stuck in between group 
kids. He's like, I'm too nerdy to be with the cool kids, but I'm too cool to hang out with the nerds. Yeah. So I'm alone. Yeah. And I feel really bad for him. Yeah. I, that, that's like that's always been the character that I just felt so fucking bad for in this game. Because that's, that's basically the serious person out of the entire game. So you you finish, you, you beat up Russell, you tell Russell. Russell is now kind of like your your dumb guard dog. Like, you, like he'll 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 beat up somebody for you, but then you tell him, all right, that's enough, and he'll he'll sit down, you know. <laughs> so, um, uh, you convince Russell that obviously I he, he didn't say those things about his mom, and Gary is a really mean guy, and you don't need to listen to him anymore. And it also introduces the beginning of the preps, um, into chapter two, which is where. Jimmy decides it's time to take on the preppies. The preppies all have houses outside of Bullworth. Um, they're very pompous and... Hilarious. Yeah, apparently inbred. <laughs> yeah, apparently. They, yeah, there's they, a yeah. lot of reference to that. <laughs> yeah, so there's one mission where you have to go and take this girl out... Uh, a preppy girl out on a date or no, she's waiting for somebody who didn't show up. She sh- they showed up like three hour, three, three minutes three late minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Three minutes late. And she said, well, screw him. And it was, Although I don't know why she said that because he never actually did show up. Right. It's, yeah, that's true. He never did show up. Um, and it's also her cousin. And she's, she talks about how the family tradition is to keep the blood, you know, with each other. And Jimmy, of course, is, the guy saying you guys are kind of like inbred, <laughs> and so it's it's very strange how how they try to put that in there. Never yeah, really thought of that like that, but and they're they're very specific that you know brother and sister is out, but first cousins that's yeah. totally fine. Yeah, they, it's not illegal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they they put thought into this, it's and they're legal, very very defensive. <laughs> I, was, I played that the other night on on the stream, and <laughs> people in chat were even laughing about it. He was like, first cousins are legal, Jimmy. Legal. <laughs> he was like, whatever, man. You know. <laughs> so he, he tries to infiltrate the preppies. Um, I have to mention first off, uh, I'm always getting in trouble with my dress code because – once I was able to change clothes, I put on a, a visor backwards and went in my whitey tidies everywhere because <laughs> I felt like it. And so all the all the um, the hall monitors and stuff like that are trying to chase me down because obviously I'm not supposed to be going to class in my whitey tidies, but they're not going to stop me. Um, and of course, everybody's laughing at me. I don't <laughs> care. I look like a fucking pimp. And then when I go to visit the preppies, I say, well, you got to wear the blue vest. And I'm like, well, I'll go get a blue vest. I put on a blue vest and walk around in my whitey tidies with a blue vest on. <laughs> and it's fucking hilarious in those cutscenes. Because <laughs> everybody's just acting like everything's normal. So, yeah. So, we, 
Go ahead. So go is ahead. that is that? Do you see that in the cutscenes then? Are yes. those uh, in? Oh, okay. That's pretty fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I am. I'm wearing a blue vest and nothing but underwear and a green visor turned backwards. And everybody acts like it's normal. In fact, I got complimented in a cutscene on my my vest. <laughs> nice vest, Hopkins. Thanks. How you like the pants? <laughs> you know. So. <laughs> So we infiltrate the preppies. Um, what is the inbred's name? I can't remember what his name is. Uh, Darby. Darby. There you yeah, go. he's like the leader. Well, now Darby was the boss that you had to fight. The one that's uh, kind of brown, brown-headed. Uh, the, who's the the guy that you fight before him? Biff. Is it Biff? Oh, yeah. uh, Tad. 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 That's Tad, Tad's, yeah. yeah, Tad's the guy you do all the stuff at his house. Yeah, Tad, you kind of like, quote unquote, become friends with him. Uh, he wants to go like egg teacher's houses and things like that. He, Oh, no, he wants to go egg a teacher's house because he turned in another teacher because he was drinking on the job, which was another mission we had to do where we had to collect all the bottles of booze. And stuff like that. So, yeah, like that, that's another thing I want to get into is like sometimes you can miss missions depending on when you do them. So some of them are only available in the mornings before class. Some yeah. of them are available only during lunchtime. And then some I don't know exactly how many I've missed, but in my mind, I've missed a bunch of them. I've missed at least five. Due to the fact that like I did story missions and didn't do those kind of side missions. I never did the panty raid. Uh, see, yeah. I failed the panty raid, and I, I don't think it was ever available again to me. Uh. And now, at this point, probably never will be. But there's another aspect to the game, which is basically getting girlfriends. Um, the first girlfriend I got was Pinky, which was the preppy girl. It's, that's the girl you take to the carnival, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, and that's the girl you take to the carnival. Um, and then right after that, I got another girlfriend, which was the nerdy girl. Which I can't even remember her name. I think I wound up with her first. Okay. It depends on which mission you did first, I think. I don't think I have yeah. a girlfriend. You don't have one? I don't think so. You have to. I made out with a bunch of broads, but... Well, the, the way you know you have a girlfriend is when you go to sleep in your dorm room, there are pictures on the wall. Yeah, I don't have any pictures. Really? Yeah. Man. So I got I got uh, Pinky after I took her to the carnival. Did you take her to the carnival? Yeah, I gave her I won her a bear and everything. Really? Huh. And then I got um the nerdy girl. I got hers whenever I did a mission for her, which was Is that one where you have to steal back her diary? Yeah, get her diary back. Yeah, I did that one. Huh. Strange. Another uh, interesting fact about this game. Uh, not only can you kiss the girls, but you can also kiss the boys. <laughs> In fact, there is an achievement for kissing. I'm offended. Kissing the boys. I haven't uh, run across an opportunity to do that. At least, yeah. not that I've. But is it just as simple as taking chocolates and flowers to a boy? I want to say yes. Compliment them enough, and then it'll offer. It'll allow you to. Um, to basically give him something 
and then make out with them, obviously. Mm-hmm. So I I don't know. I haven't really tried it. Um, I know I did it in the 360 version to get that achievement. Because I, I, that's that's one of the things that I remember from when the game came out originally. Is, you know, back then that was a deal of, I don't know if it was a big deal, but it was of note. It was, I'd say groundbreaking more than I would say controversial. Yeah. Um, it's the first instance of that that I can think of. I remember that that being newsworthy that yeah. that was the case. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, and, uh, doing classes and things like that, I think art class allows you to, um, when you, when you finish an art class, uh, it, you get more health whenever you make out with somebody. Yeah. I think all of the classes give you some kind of boost, right? Some of them do. Um, I think the music class only gives you like clothing. Uh, I know chemistry class allows you to create firecrackers, stink bombs, things like that in your yeah. dorm in your room. dorm room. And gym class gives you new fighting abilities, fighting moves. Yeah. Uh, oh, do you so you get that there as well as from the the crazy old drunk hobo? Yeah. As well as from the boxing ring. Oh yeah, I haven't done any of the boxing ring stuff. I mean, I had I did the the story mission stuff. Yeah, it just says your punching power goes up. Ah, I may need that then. Which then again, every time I get into a fight with somebody, I pull up my awesome little slingshot and shoot them in the fucking face with it. And then knocks them down. Then I run up to them and kick them. <laughs> so. <laughs> There's a thought. I've just been punching people until they fall down. <laughs> no, no. I've been shooting them then kicking them. But um, I like the move where if you're grappling them, you can kick their feet out from under them. Well, see, I've got that move by... Oh, I don't have that one yet. You punch once and then hold the punch button down, and then he kicks her feet out from up under him without yeah. having to grab him. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so uh, we, we infiltrated the, the preppies. They're big into boxing. In fact, they have their own little boxing uh, training area, room. What are those called? Ring, a ring. Uh, yeah, I, I know what the ring is, but what's like the the, the the building called? Boxing arena. Gym. Gym. Boxing gym. Yeah. There you yeah, go. I guess I would just go with gym. Yeah, boxing gym. They have their own gym. They're rich. They can afford it. Um, and uh, in order to get into kind of the good graces of the preppies, you have to win a boxing tournament. Um, the game then turns into punch out. Yep seems like you can dodge and then punch and then block as well and uh it's pretty simple i never had a, a big problem with it or anything like that and you get into their good graces and then of course you start doing missions for them uh you egg teachers houses things like that and then you say well you know what uh or actually no you were going on the mission to egg the teacher's house and then gary shows up Gary starts talking trash about Jimmy said that you're inbred and you know that you're you got web feet and stuff like that you know <laughs> and um, it pisses off the preppies now the preppies want to beat you up and of course you you oblige them and you beat the shit out of them and then 
Jerry runs off into the distance and, uh, hi, what do you think of that, Jimmy? So we don't see him again. Which, doesn't he live in our dorm? Like, Yeah, how do we not see him every night? Yeah, why, why do we not go like murder him in his sleep? You know? Yeah, it's at the beginning of the game, you can't walk five feet without running into the guy. Yeah. So maybe he's like hole up somewhere. I don't know. He's probably got a secret lair somewhere. I mean, that's like, again, with the Bond villain, you know, I like to think that, you know, he's living in a hollowed out missile silo or something. Yeah, <laughs> on an island somewhere. Yeah, ex- exactly. Well, he, he may be very well be doing that. But, um... So we get the preppies pissed off at us. Jimmy has basically put it, it, it's time to take out the preppies. The best way to do that is to beat up the the best of their boxing guys, which is Biff. I have to say, Biff put up a challenge. I went. Uh, I think that's because you didn't do the other boxing things to increase your punching power. That's probably the problem. Because I went... Uh, almost, I went three rounds with the dude and almost died, or almost failed the mission. So, but uh, I did eventually beat him. Beat up Biff. Could do this big cutscene where Jimmy goes around saying, "I'm the man, I'm the best," and all this shit like that. And then, of course, the big ringleader of them all. They 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 go and they go and tell the big ringleader, and they're like, "Cool." And I found it kind of funny because the preps basically said. Well, he beat the best of us. I guess we have to follow him now. And they're like, well, wait a minute. Let's go talk to our leader first. And they go run tell the talk to the leader. And the rest of them were like, what the fuck are you guys doing? You know, he seemed like the only intelligent one out of all of them. And he was like, beat the shit out of this guy. So we go to another boss fight. Um, and it's... Didn't really know what to do. I couldn't remember this part. Um... I noticed that guys kept coming out of nowhere. Did and, you go pull those bars down to yeah, block the doors? Yeah, after about ten minutes of doing the same thing over and over again. Um, yeah. Ah, now you could do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that would made that fight a lot less irritating. Oh yeah, yeah. Because see, he'd hit me once, I'd fall down, and then he'd go back behind the bar. Yeah, and, and then, then call more guys in. Yeah, and then called more dudes in, and I was like, well, fuck. And then finally I said, what the fuck's this yellow thing? And it's a bar that I could put over the door. So. But yeah, we beat him up. And officially, we are now the king of the preppies. For the, for the most part. <laughs> um, they, they don't want to bother us anymore, at least, I guess. Um, in that time, we get challenged to bike races. We win a special little beach house where we can stay. Yeah, that's quite the reward. Yeah, it is. For winning the tournament, for the boxing tournament, they're like, well, we'll, we'll just give you a beach house. And they're laughing about it, too. So yeah, they said. I thought they said it was going to be shitty. Yeah. Like a fixer-upper. And then you get there, I'm like, oh, this is pretty fucking nice. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know what to think of that. Apparently a shitty to the preppies. Well, yeah, and I like that the idea that that is their idea of screwing you over. Yeah. It's not to not exactly. give you the prize. It's just to give you a different house. Yeah. We'll give you my father's old beach house. It'll be nice once you clean it up. 
<laughs> you go in there and I'm like, fucking hey, I don't need to clean. <laughs> There's video games in here. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> But yeah. Um I mean that's that's pretty much all that we did in um the first two chapters of the game. I mean, is there anything that stands out to you guys? I think the I, I think it looks really good being all cleaned up, but the one thing that mires this game in the PS2 era for me was trying to run around with the left stick and move the camera with the right stick. Yeah, you do that little loop thing. It's like it's basically like those two things are not given equal weight. It's They're wherever not. you are faced when you're running is where you go. Like it doesn't matter if you try and move the camera all that much. Yeah. And yeah. you want to go right, but he goes way left and then loops way around. <laughs> and uh, so I thought that was a little bit tough, and th- especially when I was on the bike trying to evade people sometimes. And like trying to get around corners and stuff real quick, sometimes it wouldn't quite work out right. But that, that was one of my one of my gripes with it so far. Yeah. Dave, anything stand out for you? Um, just the combat in and of itself i mean you can you can learn new moves and stuff like that and maybe it's because i'm not being inventive enough and and using things like the slingshot but it seems like for the amount of time that you spend fighting the combat doesn't really evolve anywhere you know you can still pretty much block and just again punch until people fall down um it's a little bit disappointing that that doesn't that doesn't go deeper just because you spend so much time doing it. Yeah. It's, it, yeah. What is it we're looking for for the bum? Like transistors? Transistors, yeah. Yeah. I've got two so far. Yeah, me too. Yeah, same here. I think those are going to be like, you really can't miss them. Yeah, it seems like a lot of the, a lot of the time items pop up in the, uh, the cutscenes that start or end a mission. You know, like when you're out in front of Tad's house, it's like, oh, look, there's a garden gnome in the background. Yeah. And then you go break that one, and then from where you're at there, you see another one. That's what happened with um, the rubber bands. You can see them from a mile away almost. Yeah, everything kind of glares in the sun. Yeah. Reflects in the sun. Yeah, it's it's got that kind of uh, you know like Resident Evil two kind of item <laughs> sparkle every two seconds so yeah. that you yeah. can't miss them. Even crabs when you're collecting them out in the water. Yep. That that I, I just hey I did that mission too. <laughs> I see. I was it like, now. Why are these cl- crabs reflecting? Does yeah. Feeling like I'm missing all sorts of stuff. I did not get that. That's Go that crab w- hunting. The the crabs was. Um, just like a side quest, one of the blue missions. Yeah. Yeah, you, where you can earn money. You can take on jobs and stuff like that, too. Yeah, you can mow lawns and and do other various things, although I have not run into any problems with money. I haven't either. Uh, to yeah, this I haven't point. had to buy anything, really, other than a vest, I think. Yeah. The, um, has anybody got caught by the teachers yet? Or the, or, what are they called in this game? Prefects. Prefects. Yeah. I I have yeah that that first it's early on um the girl gets her biology notes stolen, and you have to go into the girl's locker room to get them back. 
I failed that probably four times before I remembered that you can hide. Um, because if you don't hide, like you will get caught every single time and you can escape from the first guy, but then there's another guy just waiting to grab you. Yeah. Yeah. I find it a little ridiculous that like these, these punk kids, like they're, they're getting fight with like fucking adults and shit. <laughs> I know. First time I kicked one in the balls, or like punched him, or kind of looks like he gropes him a little bit. Yeah, I just I, I every time I get caught by one of the prefects, I, I stomp his foot and, and just run away. I'm like, man, talk about like you're gonna get your ass kicked when that guy catches up to you. Well, yeah, and, and like that idea of they don't know who you are, so there will never be any negative repercussions for what you're doing right now. Yeah, which the cops can even arrest you. Yeah, and send you your ass back to Bullworth, where you have to do detention. Which I've only served one detention, which was cut grass. Oh, I haven't yeah. done that. Yet. I yeah, I did the same one. That's the one. I mean the the game kind of shows its age for me in that whole. If you fail during a mission, you have to go all the way back, pick it up again, and watch the opening cutscene again. I mean, yeah. You can skip it, but that's kind of a a dated mechanic, and that's I like the time mechanic. You know, the whole cutting class part is cool, but it really sucks when you're like halfway through a mission and you get busted and sent to class, and you wind up having to restart all of that over again. Yeah, which is it's it's been ending up where I just have to wait until after school's out to do my yeah. shit. And I kind of hate that you can't take two at a time. Also, yeah. It's 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 not really like an RPG where you can have multiple quests, but you know it's that is kind of annoying, especially whenever I'm I'm trying to do a mission before I go to class because I have the intention of going to class, but I want to do this first, and then oh here come a prefect because I'm truant. Yeah, fortunately that gets a lot better, um, and just travel gets so much better when they open up the skateboard that you just always have. Yeah. That makes things much nicer. I wish I remembered that. I spend most of my time scanning the environment trying to find a bike I can steal. <laughs> yeah, just switch that skateboard. It's about as fast as the bike. But it doesn't work on like grass and shit, and it doesn't work upstairs, obviously. Because you will bust your ass. He rides yes. a bike upstairs pretty easily. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that that part doesn't seem to be a problem. <laughs> they have um, they have updated this game because I remember when the scholarship edition first came out on the 360, uh, there was some major glitch issues with it. Um, in fact, it was almost unplayable sometimes. Uh, I remember the the cutscene where it always shows Jimmy walking into the classroom and then sitting down and puts his arm. Like kind of up on the back of the chair. Every time he did that, his body would do a complete 360 in the chair and then stop again. <laughs> it was weird. It was hilarious and awesome. And I kind of wish it was still in this game, but they patched it, so now it doesn't do it anymore. But the, <laughs> I was really concerned when I started playing because pretty much, you know, as soon as I booted it up, and obviously it's just running off a hard drive. The screen tearing in the intro cinematic yeah. Yeah. was yes. incredible. Yeah. And I'm yes. like, oh, God, if that's what this game is going to be like, 
then fuck this. That scared me and, a lot when I saw it. And then it was, and then it's been fine ever since. Like yeah. actually playing the game was not a problem. I have no idea what was so bad, but it was, it was unbelievable it was, how bad it was. Yeah, it was the the screen turning was bad. Even, I even had frame rate issues in that first cutscene. It was like it was like it's crawling sometimes. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's nuts. And I was thinking, okay, well, yeah, I was afraid that the PC port was bad. Yeah, I've okay. I've that's good. That was going to be one of my questions was whether or not you guys experienced the same thing or if it was just my system being weird. Apparently, no, no, that's no. just that's, the way that is. That's the the opening cutscene. Apparently, is crap. Yeah. So I, I don't I, know. I haven't found it to be as bad as what I heard it was pre-patch, so I'm assuming that it's a lot better. No, trust me, it is, because I remember pre-patch. <laughs> it was rough. I don't know how I beat that game. but that's, It was bad. You know, and there, there was save issues and shit like that before the patch. It was bad. But, uh, yeah, um... It, it, that's, I mean, that's pretty much it. Anybody got any final thoughts? I mean, are you guys liking the game? I, I am, really like it. Yeah, I'm I'm enjoying it. Um it definitely you know, like you said, for better or worse, it absolutely feels like a rock star game that was made in the generation it was made. Yeah. Yeah. Uh but it manages to avoid the my biggest turnoff with Grand Theft Auto games always seem to be like there is it's just overwhelming how much there is to do and I wind up not wanting to do any of it. Um bully there's a lot you can do, but you can also play it linearly enough that you feel like you are accomplishing and moving forward. Which, yeah. that part of it I really appreciate. It's like a very small version of GTA. It, yeah, it, it, it really is. And, um, you know, they kind of ease you in where you start out with the school and then they open up the town. Um, but it, it looks like, just, you know, based on the map, that the scope of this is not going to get too much bigger than it yeah. is right now. Yeah. I, I, I really, you know, obviously you guys know my stance on this. I love this game. It's one of my favorites, but, um, you know, I, to me, and it may be just the fact that I've played this game twice before. It feels kind of standard. If, if, if I can say that, I don't know. It, it just, to me, it feels like I'm kind of going through the motions. It, yeah, it. I mean, kind of like we were we were joking the other day about you know, calling Far Cry Skyrim with guns. You know, if if you say this game is Grand Theft Auto in a boarding school, you are right. Yeah. You know that is exactly what it is. So it, in that sense, it's it, it is a new twist on. A common formula. Yeah. It's. I mean, about you know, that's just me. I love. I love the game, and you know, this the soundtrack really sells it for me. And it like I like the the loading screens and stuff like that. Like with the the artwork and stuff's really cool. And I think it just has a lot more charm than Grand Theft Auto ever did. Yes, I agree. And I and I think a lot of that's just because it it seems very well done to me. It's easy to figure out where I need to go. You know, it's funny. the 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 art style and, like you're right, the artwork is good. the The voice acting is all really good. The soundtrack is good. Like it, it's a good package overall. I think it doesn't have any 
real glaring weaknesses. I, I think most of the problems it has are, again, just because it's a product of when it was made. Yeah. Which, and uh, yeah, I, I'm liking it. I know that um, Rockstar has mentioned Bully a couple of times in recent um, about possibly doing a sequel and stuff like that. And um, In fact, I was I think I was listening to it might have been Giant Bomb or something like that. Another podcast we're talking about the possibility of a sequel um, with basically a female protagonist where it would be like, um, what the fuck's the name of that movie? Uh, like with the, with, like fucking like gossiping girls and shit like that, which is a bunch of asshole oh, like girls. mean girls, mean girls. There you go. It's kind of like that. And I was like that, you know, that might actually work. And they're trying to be ambitious with a female protagonist. Right. So seems like a rock star thing to do. Yeah, so I don't know. It, you know, if they make a sequel to Bully, I'd fucking love it. Um, but as of right now, I'm going to get to enjoy a scholarship edition, and I'm actually really enjoying it again. It's it's still it still kind of holds up. I mean, it, it looks kind of dated as far as graphics goes and stuff like that. But I think with the humor and the and the things that you do in the game, it just you know. It's it's a it's a great package even from you know which it's now what five years old no longer older than that fucking well yeah. depends depends on the version you're playing but I mean it's it's an old game I mean it really is and but I'm I'm actually really enjoying it and I'm I'm glad to see that the other guys are enjoying it as well yeah it's it's nicely produced and and it has a it has a good sense of humor yes it does but um. Yeah, that's that's going to be pretty much all that we're going to cover for today. Uh, the next time uh, we're going to be going through chapters three and four. There's six chapters in all, so we're probably going to bust this up in three uh, three recordings. But um, uh, chapter three has us taking on the Greasers. Um, can't really remember much about this part of the game, except, <laughs> except for the drunk Santa. So. There's something to look forward to. I'm definitely looking forward to that now. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much it. I appreciate everybody listening. Uh, please remember to check out ztgd.com. That's where we host this website. But it's also where a lot of us write video game reviews. And I know you guys that are listening to this obviously like video games. So why don't you go check out our reviews? Um, please leave us an iTunes review. I greatly appreciate it. It helps us out. Tell us if you like us or if you hate us. I know that we got some hate mail, or not really hate mail, but a hateful comment on uh, our Metro 2033. <laughs> uh, we apparently ruined somebody's work day. And truth be told, I feel kind of accomplished for doing that. <laughs> That's just me. Um, you, you made a difference, right? I did. I, I, I made somebody waste time. And if I have to waste time, you're going to have to waste time. <laughs> so, <laughs> but um, I, I I do apologize for the way we we felt with Metro. I mean, I don't really apologize. I kind of feel like Metro should have done a better job of telling us what the fuck to do. But you know, I'm just <sighs> that left a bad taste in my mouth. <laughs> Metro 2033 really left a bad taste in my mouth. I was I was excited to play that game. And it ended with, fuck you. <laughs> Pretty much. That's, that's how it ended. 
So I don't know what to think of it, but I'm sorry we ruined your work day. I hope you listen to this one. Maybe it's more entertaining and maybe you like Bully. Maybe you really liked Metro and then we bashed it and you didn't like us. So I'm sorry. But please leave us an iTunes review. You can find us on iTunes under Phoenix Down. Um, if you would, you can send us an email. Uh, you can send me an email at uh, with a frustrated fury at ztgamedomain.com. Uh, you can make suggestions on games we should play. You can also just tell us how we're doing. If you have any comments or questions, please uh, feel free to uh, send us an email. Uh, you can tweet to us. Uh, mine is at dmlfury. Dave is boxdp. And uh, Matt is at remgs. Tweet to us. Uh, we will definitely try to answer. Um, and uh, we appreciate everybody listening. Um, I think that's pretty much it. I've promoted everything, plugged everything that I possibly can. <laughs> um, <laughs> but anyway, I appreciate you guys listening. We will be back next week with the uh, second part of Bully. Uh, I'm Drew. And I'm Matt. I'm Dave. And we're out of here. Have a good week, guys. 